The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand cave rescue operation. What is schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before a wedding should I send out save the dates? Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find. We were four years Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast and I Hear Everything production. In this podcast, we'll share the news, knowledge, and strategies you need to navigate the ever-changing world of SEO. Ready to expedite your company's organic growth efforts? Sit back, relax, and get ready for your daily dose of search engine optimization wisdom. Here's today's host of the Voices of Search podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the Voices of Search podcast. Today we're going to talk a little SEO news. Joining us is Jordan Cooney, who is the founder and CEO of Previsible.io, which is an SEO consulting and education company that helps support enterprise businesses as they scale their organic search traffic. They offer consulting, they help people find jobs, they are generally wonderful members of the SEO community. And in addition to providing us with our guest today, Previsible is also a sponsor of the Voices of Search podcast. And today, Jordan and I are going to talk about Apple entering the search chat. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. All right, here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the founder and CEO of Previsible. Jordan, welcome back to the Voices of Search podcast, buddy. Hey, good to be back, Ben, as always. Jordan, it's always great to have you here. We've got some I don't know if this is big news or something that's been coming for a while or just much ado about nothing. But uh, rumor has it, Apple hired a former Google exec who is now working on a search product. So, you know, ding. Hello, everyone. Apple has entered the chat. Is Apple getting into search? Well, I mean, let's be frank about something. Apple, like many companies, have been in search for a long time, right? There is absolutely nothing remarkably unique about companies like Apple 
or let's say Amazon being in the search space. They've been in the search space for a long time. They've been facilitating it. Now, let's just say it is not exactly the same uh, search experience. They don't necessarily have the same market share. They're verticalized, but they are definitely a part of the search game and have been for a long time. I would say that Apple is the leader in the clubhouse to echo what you're saying in searches for applications in probably just searches for hardware in general, because people are probably using the app stores on their Mac, their iOS devices, maybe even their watches. They're probably the leader in search uh, for podcasts, right? There's plenty of media content that people are searching for. But when we're talking about search, we mean going to a website and being able to ask for anything. Uh, You can kind of do this, like Apple has Siri. So how do you think Apple getting more into using air quotes search, even though they're already in search for multiple different reasons. How do you think it changes? Are are they planning on doing something that is more of a, let's call it traditional web-based search? Are we going to go to search.apple.com? I mean, here's, here's the reality, right? There's a lot of news and there's a lot of talk and there's a lot of stuff going on right now because of the Google antitrust lawsuit. There's been claims from Microsoft. There's claims from Apple. There's all these things being thrown around with respect to what we would consider conventional text-based search, okay? And conventional text-based search is what you experience in Google. Um, It's what you go in to find out information, to get informed, to learn things. And conventional text-based search has been for the last part of a decade for technology companies and hardware companies such as Apple, a partnership play. So they integrate partners like Google, right? Um, They integrate partners throughout their experience. And in certain instances, they've replaced them. So for example, Apple used to default to Google Maps. They no longer do. They now have Apple Maps, right? So these things do change over time. Now, can Apple enter the conventional text-based search experience and provide a rich enough experience that rivals Google, which everyone is at least in this country, very much accustomed to, maybe. They have the money, they have the time, they have the resources. Do they want to do it? That is something I'm not entirely sure of. I think that it is a very plausible thing and is now a more, it is far more of a capability for them with the onset of a lot of the AI technologies that we've seen in the last 12 months. I think that Apple has an unfair advantage, and maybe this gets into the monopoly conversation. Uh, I actually think Apple really likes partnering with Google on in one capacity because it means that they are not going to be scrutinized by the federal government as much because there's another hardware player, which is Google. So I think that Apple basically helps Google saying, hey, well, we'll, we'll create a search. You look at we're efforting here to create search engine. Really, really they kind of want Google to not get broken up because once you break up one big tech company, my feeling is people are going to start looking at the other big tech companies as well. You're, you're right, Ben. And, and you know, what's interesting is um, the representatives of Apple in this lawsuit with Google have actually come out and stated that there just weren't any better alternatives, right? That's what they're saying in this trial, right? And I quote that. And so the, the reality was, Bing was willing to pay billions of dollars to make that partnership happen with Apple and become the default text-based search option. But the reality is, is that in the assessment, that is whatever this assessment is that Apple did, they decided on Google and said it was better for them. So long and short of it is, you're right, Ben, partnerships do matter in this play. And I wouldn't, 
I wouldn't put too much merit in the concept of Apple going and wanting to build their own search engine. Building search engines costs billions of dollars in today's world and ecosystems. And I don't actually think that that's going to happen by them flipping a switch. And they already know that because they did this with Apple Maps, and that wasn't an easy journey for them. Here's where I think Apple is actually going to build search capabilities in some capacity. And it has very little to do with competition with Google. I do think it has to do with competition with the way that people are using generative AI. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And looking for default answers and not necessarily creating content, but having information to delivered to them. Apple has Siri. It's an underwhelming product. And I have Siri, like in every device, in every everything, in every room, it's all over the place, right? It's in my entire life. Got me in my car, got me at my home. It's on my watch, it's in my headphones. It's everywhere. Right. It stinks. <laughs> it's terrible. I don't think Apple wants people to go to apple.com and start searching. But if I ask my headphones, what do I do? Or if I'm walking around with my Ray-Bans that are you know, an Apple device in five years from now, and I'm looking at all my apps without a computer or a phone, I need to be able to talk to it. And I think that that's where Apple is interested. They're looking at the next 10 years, not competing with the last 10 years and starting to figure out how to do search in a AR, VR type environment. No question. And the evolution of AI and how there's a hundred AI search companies coming out right now, that in and of itself is going to be the real challenge for Google. Because I've said this for years now, Google is not going to lose to a single dominant technology innovator. And it's not going to be a pre-existing technology giant like Apple. And it's certainly not going to be a innovative new startup. It is going to be a death by a thousand cuts. And it's going to be the millions of different verticals and experiences that can develop a better and richer search experience through the evolution of AI and the integration of those kinds of technologies into the pre-existing experiences. I agree and I disagree. Like, I don't think that it's just Google deteriorates. 
and all of the sudden, you know, oh, the product isn't as good and people get a little tired of it. I don't think it goes like Yahoo, whereas like actually something came along and people weren't using Yahoo the way that they used to. And part of it was search and part of it was the email client fell behind and then this wasn't as good and that wasn't good. And basically they only had Yahoo Sports, which is the only good thing about Yahoo in my opinion. That was death by a thousand cuts in my mind. I think what happens with Google is it's more like Kodak where Google is text-based search and people stop looking for information in that capacity because a new technology has come along. People don't go to the websites and search. They talk to OpenAI, which has an integration with Apple. And now all of a sudden there is no pull the phone out and type letters into a search engine. It's just a different experience. That's my opinion. I think that Apple eventually gets phased out by the next wave of technology. If and when that happens, it's not going to be anytime soon. Yeah, and I don't disagree with that. I think that the evolution of how searchers are going to experience these products is going to change, right? I mean, you know, that's already happened with with social, and that happened 12, 13 years ago. And now there's a whole slew of consumers who actually perform searches through social experiences, right? Um, I'll give you a great example. Think Pinterest and think creative products or art or stuff that you want to find. You're going to go to Pinterest and you're going to do that search. It is a social UGC-based search experience that allows you to identify and find those products or experiences. No, I'm going to Google and I'm getting everything from Pinterest (laughs) sent to me through Google because it looks at Pinterest and it looks at Etsy and it looks at eBay and it looks at Amazon. That's the world that Google believes will be there forever. I don't think so. I actually think that consumers are smart enough and adaptable enough to want to experience things in certain places. I do believe that we're not too far away, five years maybe or so, from me asking my refrigerator for recipe and ingredient and food-related questions more than I do Google. And that will come because my refrigerator will know a lot more about me because it'll know what I eat and be able to give me more accurate information. I'm starting to get a little worried and thinking that this is a mental health issue where you're talking to your refrigerator more than you're talking to, I don't know, search engines or your family. But look. I'm going to have to talk to my therapist about that. Well, that's another possible search engine. You'll just chat GPT it or maybe you'll ask Google's version. All right, Jordan, any last thoughts on what's happening with Apple getting into the search game? Yeah, I mean, I think the one thing that I would encourage people to think about when when they hear a lot of these rumors and all of this talk is what's the ultimate gain for Apple in this, both as a user of their product, what is their gain, what's their benefit, and then ultimately from a macro technology perspective, like is it really worth the gain for them to build a search engine? And I've said over and over and over again that the answer is probably no. There is no real gain for them to do that. It would be a monumental task for them to accomplish that. That might be true. Here's what I think happens if Apple actually launches a search engine, a traditional text search engine, Apple Search. You know what happens? It gets universally panned out the door. And people say, this isn't as good as Google, and it's not even as good as Bing, and why would I use this? And gosh, I hope it's not the default search engine. And oh my gosh, if it is, everybody's going to go absolutely bananas. And everybody's going to say, oh, nobody's going to use it. And then five years later, everybody's going to be using it just like Apple Maps because they'll make it better. And Apple doesn't play the short game. Apple's not going to launch a fully baked product. They're going to launch something that is slightly behind best in market and continue to iterate and optimize it over time. I think that's best case scenario. Worst case scenario 
Is it Siri for search? And then nobody's getting their answers. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, founder and CEO of Previsible. If you'd like to get in touch with Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes, or you can visit his company's website at previsible.io, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E.io. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to VoicesOfSearch.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also send us your topic suggestions or your SEO questions, and you can even apply to be a guest speaker on the Voices of Search podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is Voices of Search on Twitter, and my personal handle is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every every day during the work week. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed in the next business day. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember the answers are always in the data.